Welcome to the Inside Muskegon Podcast with your host, Jason Pisecki. And now, here's Inside Muskegon. Welcome to Inside Muskegon. This is episode number 46. I'm Jason Pisecki. The Inside Muskegon Podcast is a weekly show featuring interviews with community leaders and comments from everyday people from Muskegon, Michigan. The goal of the podcast is to engage Muskegonites in a dialogue about the issues that affect our everyday lives. This week's show features an interview with Russ Strong, a commentary on the interview, listener feedback, and information on contacting Inside Muskegon. Our interview this week is with Russ Strong with Western Avenue Properties. I'm here with Russ Strong with Western Avenue Properties. Thank you for taking the time out with Inside Muskegon today. Thank you, Jason. Pleasure to be here. Why don't you tell us a little bit about Western Avenue Properties? Well, Western Avenue Properties uh, consists of three uh, distinct buildings. They have a great historical background here in Muskegon. Uh, The Muskegon Savings Bank, which is about 6,500 square feet of leasable space. We have the Century Club building, and that's approximately 9,000 square feet on two floors. And the Russell Block, which is a three-story building, and that's about 19,000 square feet. uh, And we're looking to develop that into a mixed-use development. What type of tenants would be included in this mixed use? That's a term that we're hearing a lot lately with the development of downtown Muskegon. What does that mean to the average shopper or uh, business person looking to locate their business? Yeah, mixed use is just that, Jason. It's a mix. And what we hope, Gary Post is uh, my partner in Western Avenue Properties, uh, we would love to see a mix of uh, retail shops, restaurants, some office possibly, and uh, some residential and in particularly on the third floor of the uh, Russell Block building, which has fabulous Muskegon Lake views. Why is that a combination of business, residential, and commercial kind of grouped together as being important to the development of downtown Muskegon? Yeah, it's it, you know, it's really, you know, Mike Teeter was uh, one of the panelists, our local early bird breakfast, and, you know, he said he was, we were in a little bit of a catch-22, but I think all downtowns struggle with the fact of, you know, you have to have both. You have to have residential. You need people living downtown, and you need a place for them to shop and and to visit and to entertain and all that. So, uh, both of them are just as important. But I, you know, I think the residential component is is really key to uh, you know start driving the retail and that. And we're seeing a lot of that with the Amazon apartment uh, complex, the artworks, what's going on at the Watermark Lofts, condos at Edison Landing. So. It's all around us. It's happening. So we're we're looking, uh, Gary and myself, to fill in the gaps uh, needed for the entertainment venue in particular. Talk about the location downtown for people that aren't familiar with the buildings. I mean, they're great historical landmarks in Muskegon, but where are they located in uh, relation to maybe where the mall used to be or, um, you know, because the, these were some of the buildings that remained as historic landmarks when the mall was developed and then later kind of undeveloped. Yeah, you're you're 100% right. Yeah, you know, the Renaissance is what we're calling, Main Street is calling the Renaissance at 3rd and Western. You know, and the Fruenthal Theater is just, you know, just a magnificent building and recently renovated in the Holiday Inn on the corner. So um, that's considered Western part of the old uh, mall site on Western Avenue. So that's kind of our big thing for the future is to have everyone realize that 3rd and Western will kind of be the epicenter and obviously you know the new chamber building will be going there and with the theater it's uh to be the new center concentration of our of our retail downtown why did you and gary choose to invest in downtown 
Well, you know, Gary and I have always been downtown. That's, you know, Gary uh, had built the corporate offices from Muskegon Construction, which he was present there, president there for many years. I operated out of the Amazon building and the old Shaw Walker facility in the office furniture business. So it's kind of a continuation of us doing business downtown, uh, being both very active in the community in a lot of different organizations. And it just, I just think things in life, you just kind of flow into where you're supposed to be. And I think these buildings are really just fit, Gary and I. We should be there, redevelop them, and that's what we're going to do. What will make this development unique with everything else going on downtown? I just think the historical background of the buildings, the architecture. There's uh, Gary always points out to me that uh, doing a little research, it's, it's three distinct different architectural fields and developments of those buildings. I'm not really versed in that, but uh, you know we can always explain that to anyone they want to talk to Gary Post about that, a little bit from the construction side. But And I, I think that just permeates to people. I had one of the ex-presidents of the Century Club come up to me after the early bird breakfast this week and just said how excited he was to see that building get redeveloped. It just means a lot to everyone emotionally. And I think for the young folks coming up, they're going to be able to hold on to that. And it's, just, it's just important. How important do you feel that the development of Western Avenue properties and what you're doing with these three historic buildings will be, is going to be in the role, what kind of role will it play in the development downtown? It seems to be right in the center of what's happening. Yeah, I, you know, I think we're already there. It's, it's called a leadership role. Mm-hmm. Those buildings and what Gary and I are trying to do are, you know, we're hoping that we're leading the, the fight. Um, Gary and I were both very involved in you know, when we first cut the chains of the buildings, even part of the demolition process with Gary's firm, I was a member of the DMDC board from when we acquired the property and continued strategy on how to develop it. So um, we, we have to continue our leadership, and hopefully we can lead this thing on to the next 100 years for downtown Muskegon. Well, speaking of leadership, what type of advice would you give to other business owners and developers that are considering downtown Muskegon? to maybe relocate their business or to build something new in the uh, city center area? Well, you know, business is always business and investing dollars. And, you know, that's the advice I give is, well, you know, go to the shortest line usually. And it's always better to be first in line than uh, when the line gets a lot longer. And I think that's what's going to happen downtown. I think you will see, you know, continued growth. Um, Obviously, we're, we're getting it started. So I think you'll see it accelerate faster as the years go by. took a lot of time to acquire that property to decide how to develop it, to get the streets in, to get it to where it is now. But I think if uh, you're an astute business person in Muskegon County and you want to do some development, um, you definitely have to look downtown because it's 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 rolling. What is your timeline like for the development? Yeah, we have uh, contractors in the buildings right now. Uh, uh, we want to get them to just the structures on the inside, as you know, buildings of that age, added on and redone, and, and we we just want to white box them, so to speak, and uh, we would like to see, you know, be ready for tenants in spring. Um, we are working with several uh, very interested parties right now, but it's been hard to get people inside just from the, the time of getting them ready to show. So they'll be ready to show in probably three or four weeks. And, uh, you know, spring, we hope, to, we hope to be able to announce some things. Talking about the tenants, and we kind of touched on that with the mixed use, are there particular types of businesses that you would like to see in there that you think would be a good fit for the development? Yeah, I think you have to look at individual buildings, Jason. And, you know, one that just points out right away is a Century Club. I mean, for to have a fine dining 
establishment at the Century Club. I mean, you buy atmosphere when you when you dine, and uh, it'd be hard to recreate in a new building. I think the atmosphere and the history of, of the Century Club. When you walk up the stairs of the Century Club off Western Avenue, it's kind of that brownstone tunnel effect that you get in some of the you know the bigger cities, and uh, that's that's what we'd like to see. Now, obviously, it could fit some other uses, but. Gary and I personally would would like to see fine dining at Century Club. Uh, the Muskegon Savings Bank building has some real high ceilings in it, which you probably wouldn't think there is when you see it from the street. Um, that would bode well for any kind of a sports bar, restaurant type thing. We'd like to see that there as well. Um, the Russell Block building, um, you could have three uh, distinct different retail shops, which could be even you know some fast food retail shops or restaurants. Uh, things like that. Second floor could be, you know, some office. Once again, you know, residential, we're targeting for the third. So I guess it's kind of like restaurants. Restaurants, we'd like, uh-huh. but it's, it'll be market-driven. Um, you know, we, we've got to get someone who wants to sign leases to be in there, and we will look at everything. But I, I think that's where you'll see it go. Well, Muskegon loves to eat and to drink. So those are the yep, kind of things exactly. that we want to see downtown as consumers and business owners having a downtown business. Anything like that is a welcome addition to downtown, especially in these historic buildings, which do have so much character and, and did survive the mall coming and going. I think that's important that they're, they are redeveloped because it does tie into this renaissance that we are seeing with downtown Muskegon. Oh, yeah. And, you know, your downtown is who you are in a community. You know, we always say, you know, you go out to, to the mall areas across the country. That's your cookie cutter. Mm-hmm. You've got your Coles, Olive Garden, Red Lobster, J.C. Penny Sears. That's everybody and everybody has it. Not everyone in this country has a Fruenthal Theater, a Century Club building, um, you know, Western Avenue, Muskegon Lake. And the most important thing is just, you know, the wonderful people of Muskegon. So it's a done deal. (laughs) All right, let's move on to our last question here. You have one minute alone with a person considering moving their business to Western Avenue properties. Make your pitch to get their business there. Hey, downtown Muskegon with the beautiful views of Muskegon Lake and the uh, and the infrastructure. Uh, you know, everything goes to cost as a business person. Um, we we had federal transportation funds that, that put in our streets, the beautiful landscaping, the light poles, everything you see there, no cost. It's representative of whether you're buying or leasing property downtown. And uh, it's, it's a place to where people are going to start to grow and to come. There's going to be a lot more residential. And it's just a good place to invest when you look at other options. Well, thank you very much, Russ. Really enjoyed it. Well, thank you, Jason. We appreciate, uh, on behalf of my partner, Gary Post, we really appreciate the time. And you've been doing a great job here in the community. We appreciate that as well. Well, you're quite welcome. Russ Strong and Gary Post worked for a year and a half to secure the three properties which make up Western Avenue Properties. That type of dedication is essential to the downtown Muskegon renaissance. I give them a ton of credit for sticking to their belief in our downtown. It seems like it would have been much easier for them to give up, but they stayed the course and now they have three historic downtown locations known as the Russell Block, which includes the Muskegon Savings Bank, Century Club, and Daniel's Office Supply Building. As Gary said when the deal was consummated, good things come to those who wait and persevere. I couldn't agree more. As I've said many times in the podcast, Muskegon doesn't have a DeVos, Van Andel, or Prince family like Grand Rapids and Holland did to ignite their development. 
It will take the commitment of people like Gary Post and Russ Strong to make downtown Muskegon a success. The downtown is the heart of a community, and the more successful the downtown is, the more prosperous the community will be as a whole. Let's make sure we all do our part and reward their faith and investment by considering opening a business or patronizing their restaurants downtown. So for more information, including leasing information at Western Avenue Properties, you can email Gary Post at gpost at portcitycds.com. I'm going to move on now to some listener feedback, and I got a lot of great feedback from the last podcast, the sort of man on the street about downtown Muskegon. Just had a ton of people come up to me, say they really enjoyed it. They'd like to see more of that, and I had a lot of fun doing it too. So what I am going to do is think of some events coming up in the future, and if you have any suggestions, please email me. I'd love to get a little bit of feedback from the listeners on some places I could go and talk to people and kind of do that same format because it was really fun and different and with you know nearing 50 episodes of the podcast any way to shake it up just makes it a little bit more interesting for everybody so keep the feedback coming I appreciate all the nice comments feedback can also be left via the website at insidemuskegon.com you can post your own comments to the site view other comments and even comment on their comments You can also leave a voicemail at 231-354-2332. When dialing, be sure to include the 1 and 231 and leave your first name and city in the message. That brings us to the conclusion of episode number 46 of Inside Muskegon. For more information, visit our website at InsideMuskegon.com. Inside Muskegon is produced by Jeremy Sear. For Inside Muskegon, I'm Jason Pisecki. Feedback is welcome at Jason at InsideMuskegon.com. This has been the Inside Muskegon Podcast. Comments are welcome through our website or by emailing jason at insidemuskegon.com.